Welcome to the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I am your host, Katherine Duggan. I created this podcast to inspire you to walk boldly in your Christian faith. Each weekday, I will talk about scripture and how these verses can relate to your everyday life. Spending time each day with the Word of God is a great way to fortify your faith. I'm so glad to have you along on this journey. Let's get started. The title of today's episode is, I am doing a new thing. The scripture verse is Isaiah chapter 43 verses 18 to 19. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I chose this verse because it made me think of the chosen, and it also made me think about what we talked about a lot in Encounter Ministries this year, which is renewal of the mind. In the chosen, people are always saying, Jesus is doing things in a new way. It's like he's teaching similar stuff to what they already know, and yet he's saying it in a completely new way. There are shirts you can buy with sayings on them from the chosen, and two of them are, we are not what we were, and get used to different. These shirts show us that after you have encountered Jesus, truly encountered Jesus, you are not the same. And that is a good thing. I wanted to look up the meaning of this verse, just so my thoughts on the verse don't override what the verse is actually saying. I'm glad I did, because I was focusing mostly on the words, I'm doing a new thing. This is what made me choose this verse, because Jesus was doing a new thing during his three years of ministry. He was doing and saying things that people hadn't done or said before. He wasn't afraid to speak the truth the harsh realities, to everyone, and yet he spoke them with love. He spoke them in a way that they could actually hear them and be changed by them. Do we let the words we read in the Bible change us? I was thinking this type of renewal of minds is what God was talking about in this verse. However, after reading more about the verse, I think it's about a renewal but maybe not exactly what I was thinking. The first part of the verse is saying, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. God does not want his people to focus on their past. Sometimes we can get stuck focusing on the past and where we have been instead of looking to where we're going. I don't think it was just about the problems they had in their past. I don't think God wanted them to think about how he had helped them in their past either. The next verse says, See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? God is telling them he's going to help them in a different way than he has helped them in the past. Do you know why it was important to tell them this? Have you ever been expecting things to look a certain way? And when they don't, you dismiss them. What if you were so sure God was going to save you in the same way he did the last time that you missed the help he sent this time? There is a parable of a drowning man, and I think it illustrates this idea. A fellow was stuck on his rooftop in a flood. He was praying to God for help. Soon a man in a rowboat came by, 
and the fellow shouted to the man on the roof, Jump in, I can save you. The stranded fellow shouted back, No, it's okay, I'm praying to God and he's going to save me. So the rowboat went on. Then a motorboat came by. The fellow in the motorboat said, Jump in, I can save you. To this the stranded man said, No thanks, I'm praying to God and he is going to save me. I have faith. So the motorboat went on. Then a helicopter came by and the pilot shouted down, Grab this rope and I will lift you to safety. To this the stranded man again replied, No thanks. I am praying to God and he is going to save me. I have faith. So the helicopter reluctantly flew on. Soon the water rose above the rooftop and the man drowned. He went to heaven. He finally got his chance to discuss this whole situation with God, at which point he exclaimed, I had faith in you, but you didn't save me. You let me drown. I don't understand why. To this, God replied, I sent you a rowboat, a motorboat, and a helicopter. What more did you expect? This might be a silly parable, and yet I think it speaks truth to how we think and behave sometimes. Sometimes we think we will know how God is going to save us or how he will give us help. Sometimes we are so sure we are right that we might miss out on what he really wants to do for us. In one of the Witness Wednesdays, I talked about how Tony had been wanting to get out of the military for a while, and yet it wasn't panning out for him. Then out of the blue, he needed to get out of the military, and the perfect civilian job opened up for him. It didn't look like the answer he was looking for, and actually, he had stopped looking for any answers. He had decided to just stay in, and was okay with that idea. However, God knew where his heart was. And although the method God took was not ideal in Tony's eyes, the outcome was greater than we could have imagined. This verse is for each one of us. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. God does not want us dwelling in our past. It's okay to briefly look back at the past, to see how far you've come, and to make sure you don't make the same mistakes again. And yet, we aren't meant to stay there. Our focus should be on where we are going. How will we ever get there if we're always looking back and never looking forward? Also, hear God when he says, I am doing a new thing. He is speaking this to you and to me. He wants to do a new thing in your life. Let him be on the lookout for this new thing. If you are looking, you will find it. The last sentence in this verse is for some of you in particular today. You need to hear this today. And although I thought I chose this verse for all the reasons I already listed, the Holy Spirit is telling me he chose this verse so you could hear it today. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. God is wanting you to know that he is making a way in the wilderness for you. He is making streams in the wasteland. I know it feels like there is no way forward. I have been there. I know it feels impossible to see how you will get out of this situation. 
I have been there too. The answer is, God is making a way. It's okay if you can't see the way, because God doesn't have to follow a path. He can make a path. He can do miraculous things to get us out of completely ordinary and normal trouble that we find ourselves in. He loves us that much. He loves you that much. If you are in the middle of the wastelands right now, if you feel like you are in the wilderness, know that the Holy Spirit picked this verse just for you. And he wants you to know God is a making a way through it all. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to bless all those listening to this episode today. Lord, we want to see you in our everyday. We thank you for doing something new, and we ask you to open our hearts and minds to see the new thing you are doing. Lord, we thank you for making a way where there isn't one. We ask you to help us keep believing that this is possible and that you will get us through this. Also, Lord, please take away any worry or stress. Help us to focus on you instead of our problems. Lord, we love you, and we ask all of this in accordance with your will and in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey to walk boldly with Jesus. I wanted to let you know I am running a special on my book. If you order from my website, findingtruenorthcoaching.com, or you click on the link in the show notes, then I will write a personal message and sign the copy before I send it to your house. If you didn't know I wrote a book, it is a book that explains the various ways I grew my trust in God to a point where I know when I am in trouble, He will take care of it for me. I worry so much less about things because I know He is in control. If you would like the same, check out my book. It's called Total Trust in God's Safe Embrace. I look forward to meeting you here again tomorrow. Remember, Jesus loves you, and so do I. Have a blessed day.